I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. Pre-order the new LFC 24-25 season Nike home kit now. You can pre-order it today for delivery from the 16th of May at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to The Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Tuesday on which we are still very much celebrating the signing of Dominic Zoboslai from RB Leipzig. And it looks like that move could well be followed with the move for Romeo Lavia. That is potentially one that could get done quite quickly. All reporting about it is, you know, Liverpool have strong interest, but they haven't made a move yet. Arsenal might be pulling out because they can't do this and they can't do that and they need to sell some players and Chelsea are focused on Caicedo and all avenues do point to Romeo Lavia becoming a Liverpool player. So given the amount of journalists now mentioning him, I think that deal's probably more advanced than perhaps is being reported. I mean, put it this way, Paul Gorst said Liverpool could make a move. That guy is still denying that we have interest in buying Thiago. So it's very possible that the Lavia deal is done and that they've already taken the pictures and all that, if Paul Gorst has been told. So, you know, one to keep an eye on. Uh, We did get some bad news today, though. David Lynch reporting, followed up by a couple of others, that Liverpool have dropped their interest in Kefren Turam. My hope is that that is us posturing back at Nice after they are messing about yesterday where they had a couple of French journalists come out and say, oh, well, Bayern have interest. And then a couple of journalists who are connected to Bayern came out and said, well, no, we don't. No, no, they don't. There's no interest from Bayern. I think that was Nice trying to drive the price up. I'm hopeful this is us trying to drive the price down a little bit. I think he would be a great addition. And I think getting the four midfielders in this summer is what makes sense. Now, the other possibility here is that we've gotten... Because I don't think the Dominic deal affected the Turam deal because Dominic and Turam are very different players. And while I do think Dominic will take that right-sided eight role, which is where I did think Turam was going to play, Turam can also really well play really well on the left, can also play in a double pivot... I don't think the Dominic deal has affected the Turam deal. I think what's happened here is we might have gotten the heads up that someone else that we want, who's quite pricey, might be available. And I'm thinking specifically about Levi Colwell. 
I do wonder if we were maybe thinking we'll do Lavia, we'll do Turam, and we'll do, you know, Van de Ven or Inacio or whoever. And I wonder if maybe we've been told there's a real chance of Levi Colwell. So the decision has been made, we'll go Lavia and Colwell instead, because Colwell would be that amount more expensive. It would take Turam off the board. It could again. We could well revisit the Turan thing down the line if Thiago decides to leave. There's reports today that he's turned down one offer from the Middle East, but that there may be more to come. That the club wouldn't stand in his way if he decided to leave. Uh, there was a report last night in the Daily Mail that Stephen Gerrard wanted to bring Jordan Henderson to Saudi Arabia with him. I, I think there's no truth to that report. Number one, it's the Daily Mail, so like, let's be fair. Number two, I don't think that Saudi club could afford to pay Henderson's wages because they're not one of the state-owned clubs. Number three, I don't think there's any possibility that Jordan Henderson would go to the Middle East. Number one, he wants to stay in the England squad. So I think that's his primary focus. Number two... This is a guy who's very careful about his image. And I think he knows it would be a bad look for him to go to the Middle East, both because he'd be seen as, you know, doing the money grab. And nobody would have an issue with him getting paid. And I don't have an issue really with any of the players going there and getting as much money as they can. But Henderson's been a big advocate of... You know, when during COVID, all the work he did for poor people and the nurses and stuff like that, I think he's very much about, you know, workers' rights, human rights. I think that would that would turn him off, that move. So I don't think there's any possibility of him going to the Middle East. Um, did have some fun with it on Twitter, of course, last night, but, you know, made all the right people cry. Um, but, you know, it was just a bit of fun. Um Right, today we are going to go through Rafa Benitez's tenure as Liverpool manager and the transfers that he made. So we will start in the 04-05 season. Uh, coming in, Gibral Cisse. Now, Julier had already done that deal. That was his signing, but Rafa got to inherit him. Uh, Xabi Alonso, Fernando Marientes will arrive in the January Luis Garcia arrived in the summer. Josemi arrived in the summer. Carson and Pellegrini were also January signings. And Antonio Nunes arrived in the deal that took Michael Owen out the door to Real Madrid. We also sold Emil Heskey. We sold Danny Murphy and Stefan Onshow, Marcus Babel, Chris Butler, Stephen Gillespie, Stephen Vaughan, uh, Michael Foley, Sheridan and John Paul Kelly all left the club on free transfers. Um, yeah, all things considered, I mean, you know, we signed Alonso and Louis Garcia in that first window under Rafa, so can't really ask for a whole lot more. And whatever people might think of Gibral Cisse, he played an important part in winning the European Cup and he scored a goal in the FA Cup final the, final, the, the following year. So he did contribute to winning in a big, big way for us. So... You know, that's that's really important. Um, in the league, we finished fifth. In the FA Cup, we went out in the third round. In the League Cup, we got to the final. We lost to Chelsea. But we won the league. 
the Champions League, the most important league for the fifth time. Five-time European Cup winners, Istanbul, maybe the greatest night in club history. Everybody remembers where they were, what they were doing when that game was going on, who they were with. Everybody remembers it. And what an incredible night. One notable thing that year, <clears throat> no Liverpool player scored double figures in the league. Milan Barros was our top scorer with nine. And Barros, Garcia and Stevie G all scored 13 in all competitions. So I think fair to say Rafa's first season was a success. Um, into season number two, which was 05-06, coming in Momo Sissoko. Peter Crouch, Pepe Reina, Mark Gonzalez, Jack Hobbs, Jan Gronkamp in a swap for Jocelyn. No, Josemi. Jocelyn, who's a different player. Um, and in the January, we signed Daniel Agar. Um, going out, Milan Barros, El Hadj Juff, Alu Diara, John Welch, Igor Biscan, Vladi Schmitzer. Maurizio Pellegrini, Pellegrino rather, Gregory Vignal, Antonio Nunes, John Otsemabor, Richie Partridge, Patrice Luzzi. So most of the, the Houllier era players have been moved out at a rapid pace by Rafa. He also loaned out a bunch of them. Uh, in 05-06, we won the FA Cup, beating West Ham in the Gerrard final. We finished third in the league and we were very, very competitive in the league. We were a disappointing side in the Champions League that year. We should have done better. We came through a group that was pretty tough with Chelsea, Real Betis and Anderlecht, having gone through three qualifying rounds. But we lost to Benfica, 3-0 in aggregate. It was really disappointing. We lost 2-0 at home in the second leg. Very, very disappointing. Um, but look, we won the FA Cup, so there was still silverware coming in the door, which was important. 06 07. Uh, this was the season where it became very, very clear that Rafa needed to go and buy a big time goal scorer because we just couldn't score enough goals this year. Um, we did bring in Dirk Kout to be our number nine. As it turned out, he was a right winger. Uh, we brought. Jermaine Pennant in uh, to be our right winger. As it turned out, he just wasn't anywhere near good enough. We signed Craig Bellamy. It was a bit of an odd one. Uh, we signed Gabby Paletta. We brought Arbeloa in in January. We brought Mascar- Mascarano in on loan in January. And we brought Emiliano Insua in on loan in January. Uh, we missed out on Danny Alves and Simao that summer. Those were the two that Rafa had earmarked. We missed both of them and we ended up with Pennant and Bellamy. So a little bit disappointing there. Uh, leaving Morientes, Kirkland, Gronkamp, Traore, Barrigan, Neil Meller, Stephen Warnock, and then a bunch of players on loan. And Gibral Cisse, uh, sorry, uh, Bruno Sheru was sold that year as well for $1 million to Ren. Not so much the next Zidane, was he? Uh, in the league, we finished third. Again, we were competitive. We just couldn't score enough goals. Simple as that. Now, we weren't competitive with the top of the table, obviously. We finished 25, 25 points behind Chelsea. But, you know, we were we were a good team. Um, but 25 points, 25 points. 
we got to the Champions League final and lost to Milan because we couldn't find a way to score. We couldn't find a way to score in the final. Simple as that. We were pouring the FA Cup, went out in the third round, we went out in the, third, the fifth round of the League Cup to Arsenal. Uh, in 07-08, Rafa went and addressed the lack of goals. Fernando Torres arrived from Atletico Madrid for club record fee. We also brought in Ryan Babel, who many people were convinced, not not Liverpool fans, like European football experts were convinced he was actually the big prize that we'd gotten, that he had the potential to be the next Henri, but Rafa never used him properly. Uh, in the January, we signed Skirtle. We'd also signed Lucas Leva, so we wasted 20, uh, well, I think it was 15 million there between the two of those. We signed Sebastian Leto and Yossi Benayoun. We signed Christian Nemeth. We signed Charles Atanji, who was a plank. We signed Damien Plassis, who was very talented, to be fair to him, but just never made the grade. Um, we sold Craig Bellamy. In the January, we sold Sissoko. We sold Cisse. We sold Gonzalez. We sold Garcia. We sold Cinema Pongol. We sold Paleta. So a lot of players moving out as well. 07-08, we finished fourth. Not not great, but you know, still still top four, still Champions League. We were seven points off Arsenal in third. But we were showing some promise. We went out of the FA Cup in the fifth round at home to Barnsley, which was disappointing. We went out of the League Cup in the fifth round at Chelsea. And in the Champions League we got to the semi final and lost to Chelsea, who would go on and lose the final to Manchester United. That felt like a missed opportunity that year. It felt like we, sh- if we'd beaten them, we could have won it that year, beating United in the final because we'd started the group stage really poorly and then found form. We beat a good Inter Milan team. We beat a good Arsenal team. And then we should have beaten Chelsea. John Arnaurice's own goal at home cost us massively in the end. It was basically... The deciding goal, even though there's a second leg to play, obviously. Uh, into 08-09. Many people will remember this season for the title charge. We finished second. We went out of both cups in the fourth round. In the FA Cup, we lost to Everton in a replay, which was disappointing. In the League Cup, we lost to Spurs. In the European Cup, Chelsea knocked us out of Europe again at the quarterfinal stage. Um... And we had just battered Real Madrid, and we we thought we were going to win it again. We genuinely thought we're going to another final here, and no one's touching us. Now, we would have gotten beaten in the final that year because that's the year Barcelona won it under Pep. But this was the year we finished second in the Premier League. We finished four points behind United. In truth, they dropped some points late in the season that got us a bit closer, but we had just too many draws. Far too many draws. We drew 11 games that year. We only lost two. Tottenham beat us and Middlesbrough beat us in February in a game where Mascherano had to play right back. And then we went in a really good run and we won 10 of our last 11. And we did put as much pressure on United as we could. But unfortunately, it wasn't to be. We finished second. Um, also, at this point, obviously, the Hicks and Gillette versus Rafa War is really kicking off and becoming public. Um, I'm not sure if you can pick up that noise behind me. That is a Hoover, if anyone's wondering what it is. 
Um, and it sounds a bit fucked as well. So, you know, apologies for that, but there's not much I can do about it at this moment in time. Uh, into 0910, and like I say, the, the Rafa versus Hicks and Gillette war is in full swing here. Um, Xabi Alonso leaves. Alviar Baloa leaves. Leto is sold. Desena is sold. Varnon is sold. And we just spend money really badly. We bring in Kyriakos, who was garbage. We bring in Aquilani, who was the wrong midfielder to buy from Roma at the time. And we bring in Glenn Johnson, who just turned out to be dreadful. Uh, we finished seventh. We went out of the FA Cup in the third round, which obviously not not great. Not great by any stretch. Um Champions League wise, we again, you know, let ourselves down. We went out in the group stage, knocked out here by Fiorentina and Leon, teams that were not better than us. We finished third, dropped into the Europa League and looked like we were going to have a decent run here. Um, but we were very hit and miss and we ended up getting beaten by Atletico Madrid 2-2 on aggregate thanks to a late Diego Forlan goal. Um, they went through and away goals. Uh, Arsenal knocked us out of the League Cup in the fourth round and Reading beat us in the FA Cup in the third round, which was really disappointing because well, they were garbage and we should have just battered them. Seven in the league, it was just... It was a really rough season and it, it became clear Rafa needed to leave. Not because he wasn't good enough, but because he was clearly exhausted from having to wage war against owners that just didn't care. Just a really unfortunate season all around. And, you know, when I come back tomorrow, we learn that things got worse. So I'm going to go leave it at that. Uh, Anfieldindex.com, there's loads of pods up about Dominic. There's a new minefield on where they've got Jonathan Northcroft joining them. So do check that out. We've just recorded a new Scouted as well, so that will be out probably today or tomorrow. I will see you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.